Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast. I'm your co-host, Haja Delawal. And I'm the other co-host, Mick Pletcher. Hey, Mick. Hey, Harjit. It's been ages since we've, we've done this, huh? I know. it's uh, This has been a chaotic year. Oh, my God. You know, let's, this is all thanks to COVID. You know, we were, getting, we were on a roll for a while, and, and then COVID happened, and and work from home happened, and, and all hell broke loose, huh? Oh, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, once COVID uh, came out, it was there's just been a, a rush where I work to, you know, for uh, home um, for people working from home and being able to get all our equipment adapted, our domain, all this stuff, and it's just oh, been yes. I've been oh, clobbered. Yeah. Oh yes, and yeah, and I'm in a you know the higher red side, and we had you know, start to prepare for, you know, online learning and, and remote, you know, obviously remote learning and then preparing for classrooms, uh, you know, about 200 classrooms about with new equipments and technologies that they never used before. And then trying to have, you know, people train, you know, faculty on how to, how to use this new technology to teach and, and, uh, and do their thing. So it's been, it's been really busy and, and, I can imagine. Uh, and, yeah, and you and I were supposed to go to some conference where we were some conferences where we were going to do, you know, recordings and 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 podcasts and stuff like that, such as the PowerShell Summit and you then know, the PowerShell of, Summit that was going to be here in Nashville. Yeah, well, that one and the other one too, the one in uh, in Redmond in Seattle. Yes, and. Uh, you know, Just but, everything uh, got blown out. We were we were all looking <laughs> forward to ignite. And yeah, it just killed everything this year. MVP Summit was another one, <laughs> right? Yeah, and 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 you know the the worst thing about all this was was you and I trying at least on our side on the podcast side is you and I have tried now for months to coordinate times, and every time we would try to coordinate, you know, stuff would come up, we'd be just slammed at work. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we're here now, so we got a show and. Uh, we should be getting back on track and uh, schedule shows, I guess. So uh, there's actually been a good amount uh, going on in the PowerShell world over um, uh, over the last few months. You know, for one, uh, PowerShell 7.1 is out now. Ah, okay. So we're definitely uh, looking forward to that. I was uh, I go to I still attend the um, online, obviously the uh, um, PowerShell monthly uh, community talk. Uh, with Joey Aiello, there's there's lots of stuff that they're uh, continuously improving with PowerShell. Yeah, actually, you got me uh, you got me connected on that, and um, I started joining those as well. They are really useful, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, Joey's on it, and a few others, and Don as well. Um, he did his thing uh, just the last the last one that happened. That was actually the first one I've actually missed. I got had uh, stuff come up at the office and wasn't able to get into that one. So that must have been a pretty good one. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you were mentioning about the um, PowerShell 7.1 and the, the PowerShell, um, I think it's biweekly or is it, is it monthly? Uh, it's uh, monthly. It's monthly, yeah. And actually, you know, you can find them if you go on the um, uh, on YouTube. They they actually publish them on YouTube. Oh, is it on YouTube? Okay. Yes. But they also have a um, a location on GitHub, and um, I'm trying to find their their link here. 
Yeah, it's done by the PowerShell team. So you go to github.com slash PowerShell and you should be able to see um, the PowerShell RFC, which is, I think, where they do the uh, those sessions. Yep, so, and I believe you're, you're correct. The same thing on uh, YouTube, YouTube also. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's a good resource for you guys. We'll put the links into our our uh, our shows, so you can grab those. And um, and then the other news is that the PowerShell.org uh, team, um, you know, and the DevOps collect. Uh, the proper term is the DevOps Collective, um, which manages the PowerShell Summit and things like that. Uh, they did a 24-hour PowerShell event, which was live stream in conjunction with two other PowerShell organizations. One is the PowerShell Conference Asia, and uh, the other is the PowerShell Conference Day uh, UK. Uh, this was just done very recently. They just ran through um, 24 hours. I think it was somewhere around October 15th or something that, that happened. Mm-hmm. So you want to check that out um, the recordings are available and you can go to powershell.org slash 24 hour two uh, four hour and and um, it had and they had some really good speakers at that too yeah yeah they had some speakers that I haven't heard of but they do have all the, the usual suspects that we that we know um, and uh, Ashley yeah, McGlone was on there he yeah. um, he spoke, and Sean Iverson was there speaking, and I believe Alexander Nikolic was there. Yeah, yeah. And they have like you know when you when you check out the site, um, you will see like the three tabs. One is for Pan Asia, then UK, and then the Americas. So the the speakers were split up in these different regions. So you'll have to click on those to 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 learn more about the uh, the sessions. So, Definitely. Yeah. So that, those are a couple of. Uh, good tips for for folks so what we're really here to talk about today is what's happening really around the country with uh, cyber attacks and yes. uh, and one of the big ones that's happening you know uh, just in the last 48 hours is uh, the cyber attack on healthcare systems right hospitals and anything healthcare related and um we, we just, you know, we just found out the the big hospital network um, in Vermont, which has hospitals and clinics, you know, all over Vermont, as, as well as in some locations in the in New York State, uh, was, uh, you know, had a had a breach and they were affected by this. Um, I don't have any details. It's all, you know, whatever you hear on the news and and the media, but they are, they have taken the entire network down for the last two days and you know we don't know when uh they, they're going to be back up so that's uh it's pretty bad it is and and i saw also on uh, ap news today that the fbi is warning the entire healthcare industry that uh, they are prime targets at this time yes yes so speaking of these attacks and stuff one of the one of the main culprits um you know we, 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 i'm just speculating uh you know I, i'm i'm as well as you are, whatever. But I think one of the main big name attacks is the attack called the Ryuk, right? R-Y-U-K. Yep. The one article that I was reading about the attacks 
um, said that that was what was a major one. It's a so uh, ransomware it, attack, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, and so basically, I went in and and did some research on what uh, that actually is, and a major part of this infection comes from PowerShell. PowerShell. Wow, that's interesting. Yes. Okay. I found that very interesting. I mean, it's not really surprising the power that we know PowerShell has and right. control over the operating system, but this is one of the major ones from what I read on uh, when they reverse engineered uh, RIAC, and that was about two years ago. It, apparently, from what I uh, read, this is about a three-year-old infection. And so basically, uh, they what they did was they used uh, PowerShell script to execute and connect to remote IP addresses, and okay. uh, and then they reverse shell. Um, a reverse shell was downloaded and executed on the compromised host, and then PowerShell anti-logging scripts were executed also. So that way, if your security team wouldn't detect anything um, out of the ordinary on the logging on the machines that were infected. Ah, right, right, right. So it's pretty brilliant how they did it. Yes, uh, and then they used a new one, and, and I should have heard about this a long time ago, but I never did. This was actually the first time I heard about it. It's called PowerShell Empire. Yeah, I've heard that before. Um, didn't really look into it, but yeah, now, now that you mention it. Yep, and uh, and so they were using this PowerShell scripts to download the PowerShell Empire onto the systems, and of course that's a powerful. Supposedly it's for um, uh, cyber forensics, but obviously you know they can use it for cyber attacks too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The I'm um, looking up you know the PowerShellEmpire.com site, and it says Empire is a pure PowerShell force exploitation agent built on cryptologically secure communications and a flexible architecture. But they're so, using this as well to do the dirty deeds, huh? Yes. Uh, you know, that just raises the question once again, and, and I've run into this myself before, of banning PowerShell on a domain. I think that's ridiculous. You've got to have PowerShell. I mean, our operating systems, the uh, Windows operating system, that is, is based off PowerShell. Much of it is. So, you know, you can't just ban it like some uh, admins want to do, but it also makes you need need more security. Right. But what I'm trying to understand is like, how are they actually getting in in order to do this? You know, is now, it, that's a good question. Right. Is it through emails, you know, uh, like like spam emails and things like that? Or, or what do you call those? Um, um, you know what I'm talking about? Like people click links and, and then yes. it, it, you know, so I'm wondering if it's one of those things that's happening, and then they, then they're able to find some loopholes and vulnerabilities uh, to do their targets uh, to, to do the attacks. attacks. Right, right, phishing attacks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, which it could very well be. You know, they click on it, and then it installs um, on their local profile, and then. You know, if, if if they're lucky enough to hit a company that, you know, doesn't have good security, then they can go from there. Right. Right. Yeah. And um, also, along with the, all of this, I mean, it's important to, to, to note that just because you use PowerShell doesn't mean that you are vulnerable. Just make sure that, you know, your environment or your organization is on top of, you know, at least doing your diligently doing your patching, mitigating all these these risks that are alerted about, you know, which comes out every so often and 
some of them have patches and some of them don't. Some of them have workarounds where you have to tweak the registry keys and things like that to, to mitigate these things. So make sure you're on top of these things and, 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 and put in implement various other security implementations. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that it was talking about on there was, you know, it, it would start up local uh, services, create accounts on the machine. And those are some of the things that and, you, and you've probably seen. I've been publishing some of the uh, PowerShell tools I've been writing for security purposes. And uh, that's one of the tools that I believe I've I, I can't recall if I've published it yet or not, but one of the tools that I've written and that we're using now is it, it goes out and it looks for um, uh, profiles that log on to machines that too many times logging on right. to multiple machines across the domain. Right. Um, and, and I've got another tool that actually um, another security tool that's similar that I'm writing now. And uh, I mean, PowerShell is definitely dangerous, but it also can be very, very useful for detecting and mitigating these issues. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, and, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's emphasized over and over and over again that make sure your users don't have local admin rights and, you know, make sure you have, you know, different sets of credentials to do different things. It's not just, you know, don't drop everything into the same bucket and then hope for the best. Um, well, I'm going to tell you one one thing that so this really got me interested a lot more. Of course, I've I've said on here before that I really like I'm getting <laughs> uh, growing more accustomed to security and I'm doing mm-hmm. a lot more uh, scripting in security. And so this this attack today got me interested and I I looked up on PowerShell attacks and I found a great web page today and it's written by Will Bonk who is a an IT director and he also is CIO. Um, uh, certified. Yep. <laughs> so he he has on uh, his site here. It's called uh, How to Catch PowerShell Script Attacks, and it's a very very interesting um, page that he wrote. And it talks about uh, script block logging, uh, script transcription, uh, and how to uh, enable these on systems to track if PowerShell is being used maliciously. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, oh, we, so should, I, we should post that link for, for our viewers. Absolutely, and uh, we'll definitely post that out there. And I thought his um, this was a really interesting page, and we're going to look into that more when I uh, get back to the office on Monday. Well, actually Tuesday yeah. um, to um, to see about implementing some of this. Uh, yeah, I because, did. I did a couple of webinars uh, this year on security. You know, one being you know uh, using the principle of least privilege, uh, things like that. And then another one about, you know, again, ransomware and, and, and cyber attacks and what to do and all that stuff. So it is a very, very interesting area that we are, we're in right now. You know, like w- one of the things is that, that, that I learned is it takes over 200 days. You know, so they have done research and studies and stuff that it takes over 200 days for any organization to actually realize that they have a breach. Right. Oh, it's so, not surprising. Right. So just because you had you discovered a breach today doesn't mean that bad actors were not that they just came in today. They were lingering around for could be up three months before you even know it. And, you know, they're picking up, they're collecting, harvesting credentials. They are penetrating different systems just to see what they can get to and, you know, what kind of files they can open up and stuff like that. And then once they have enough. That is when they, they do their dirty deed. And by that time, 
it's a bit too late. You, exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's where it, it really is pertinent. Like, for instance, I've just written a new PowerShell script that goes out and scans systems to make sure that systems are backed up. So let's say one of them gets hit by CryptoLocker. You know, we've got yeah. it uh, backed up. If you right. don't know it's not backing up, then you are you know, really in trouble there. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and uh, you, you mentioned earlier about, you know, a script that checks for profiles. Right. And, you know, what what that really, you know, does is that and it has happened to, to people before where they have accounts logging into machines that they actually technically these profiles don't have access to, like even physically. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, if you notice, I can see users, for example, and you see like, hey, how come I have Sally or, or, or you know, John or whatever, you know, logged into my machine? There's no way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's one red flag right there. It's like something's wrong here. You know, so just, you know, the, I guess that your script is going to do, you know, help with that um, to, to look for those kind of things. Oh, definitely. And, and you know, let's say and, and it's not even doesn't even talk about, you know, you know, it doesn't even actually always pertain to a, an outside cyber attack. Let's say you have a disgruntled employee and they're going around logging into machines all around, uh, you know, and after hours, it this will catch that, too. And, you know, that way you go up to him and you say, hey, why are you logging into all these machines? Right. Right. Yep. That's true. So now, yeah, we, we, we're learning a lot from, from all of this. And, and obviously PowerShell, you know, it uh, can do wonders. And, uh, but you also need to be um, a little cautious uh, with some aspect of it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Right. And, and the, the problem is, it, and, you know, you get people out here that just want to uh, drop the hammer on it and say, yeah, that's it. Let's get rid of PowerShell. Right. Yeah, you know, you got things like you know uh, signing your 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 scripts and all those yep. those kind of things that you can you know add on to. Which those to, are that's like marginal. Um, marginal, what, yeah. Know, at best, um, what that does to for protection, but yeah, I mean, so much of it is is just having the tools out there that you know that will alert you of stuff right. happening. Right. Because like you said, the average is 200 days before you even uh, know that somebody's there. Exactly. So anyways, I think, uh, is there anything else you want to cover in this? I think that's about it for this episode. I mean, the, you know, the main thing was we just wanted to let our audience know, you know, we're we're not gone. Um, We're things have finally kind (laughs) of smoothed out for us to be able to actually start getting back together. And uh, after what has it been? uh, Seven months. Yeah, we, we, we tried a few times, but we just could not get it going. We, we had things scheduled and then, you know, life happened or work happened and, you know, or some emergencies happened. And then it's like, all right, abandon, you know, abandon ship. And then you and I were having some Teams issues too, con- connecting to the uh, to Teams for uh, one of the times. and Exactly, because <laughs> that was one of actually my projects. Um, there at the office was getting Microsoft Teams deployed out to everyone because of you know everyone working from home. We we didn't have Office 365 at the time, and so right. that was one of my big projects. And you're exactly right. And that uh, we were using Teams before we started the podcast. And when I started that project, it kind of killed my access to it. Right, for a right. While. Yeah, 
so we, we we're back we're alive like you said and uh, and we'll uh, we'll definitely do our best to do very regular uh, shows but you know at the same point in time we are looking for guest speakers on our on our show as well uh, so if you're interested please hit Mick or myself up you know and you know you guys know us on Twitter and or Facebook and various other sources but let us know if you want to you know, if you've got something to share about PowerShell or, or, or technology, um, you know, we're, we're game for that. Um, maybe you have uh, a, a tip or something that you want to you want to talk about. So definitely contact us and we'll 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 slot you in and, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. All right. So until next time, uh, thanks for listening to us. Until next time, I'm Hajit and you'll find me on Twitter as at Hooch, H-O-O-R-G-E. And I'm uh, Mick Pletcher, and you can find me on Twitter at Mick uh, Pletcher. Mick underscore Pletcher. Underscore. Sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mick underscore Pletcher, everyone. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.